I love talking about food on a Friday afternoon. That's my tribute to Steve Dahl. And uh, I'm not going to talk about fish tacos, but I do really enjoy talking about uh, pizza. And I'm talking Chicago pizza. I'm talking thin, tavern-style, deep dish, which toppings are essential, who makes the best in town. We have 77 neighborhoods. So you have uh, thin, tavern, artesian, Neapolitan, deep dish, stuffed by the slice, Roman and Detroit. So one legend we are going to feature is uh, joining us on the phone in just a second, Steve Delinsky, now of NBC5. And the other one that we're going to feature here, the other legend, just for a few minutes, and soak this in, it's a classic. And yes, it doesn't have to be good to be a classic, but in this case, it is a classic and it is good. And it's from Hall of Famer and our brother in sound, Dick Biondi. On top of a pizza Mr. Biondi, the great Hall of Famer, Dick Biondi. The soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Steve Delinsky, joins us now. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm good, sir. I'm going to tell my family I was referred to as a legend earlier today by you. That's really going to score some points. Generally, you're referred to as a legend just before you get fired or you die. <laughs> Fortunately, I got a second job, so uh, the NBC has been great. Speaking of a second job, you have a second book. The first one I enjoyed, Pizza City. The second one is The Ultimate Chicago Pizza Guide, A History of Squares and Slices here in the Windy City. So is that uh, available today? Is that my understanding, out today? Today is the day, yes. All your great bookstores should have it if they don't uh, clamor for it. it. It is my pandemic project. I turned it in uh, back in February or March, but I really pushed to get it out this year because... 2021 is the 50th anniversary of a lot of icons in Chicago. Pequods, Lou Malnati's, My Pie, Nancy's. 1971 was really the, the kickoff for the second wave of pizza in Chicago. So I get into the, the three waves of pizza in the book, and I really go deeper on a lot of the history of some of these places. I mentioned uh, all the different styles. How, how come Detroit is involved in there? Because it's only a four-hour drive. No, because it, <laughs> uh, it started in 46, actually, three years after Deep Dish started here down in uh, River North over at the Pizzeria, which later became Pizzeria Uno. And I'm convinced, I have no proof of this, the late Burt Katz from Burt's up in Morton Grove had this great deep pan pizza. Uh, the tradition still is carried on by the new owners there, but it had this caramelized sort of, we call it a frico in the terminology. It's a cheesy kind of caramelized edge crisp and i'm pretty sure he got that idea from detroit because that has been around since 46 but it's a that's a square rectangular pizza and the the slices are cut into squares very soft like a focaccia in the middle and crispy underneath and that detroit style has been sweeping the nation i mean even pizza hut i think has a detroit style pizza now that's where it is the first book you sampled 185 different pizzas did you do the same for the second one steve I probably did a couple of dozen. I mean, I, I, the first book was really more regional, and I really wanted to get kind of a 35,000-foot view of Chicago land. And so I go to Hegwish, and I go to Aurora, and I go uh, way up to Highland Park and beyond. But this one, I really wanted to think about 
Well, partly because we had this third wave during the pandemic and a lot of places were concentrated in the city. I wanted to be this guy, if you came to Chicago for a long weekend and you weren't going to rent a car necessarily to drive to the suburbs, where would you need to go to get a couple of styles of pizza? So there's really one suburban chapter I call Suburban Stars. The rest is mostly city. And 50 of the places in this book, 50 are new or updated from the first one. Um, so I probably went to you know, probably three dozen places. When I was a college student, you know, short on cash, I, that's where I first discovered Sicilian pizza. And it's basically all bread. But uh, for a dollar or two, you could fill yourself up for the entire day. Yeah, and, you know, the, the precursor to Sicilian is, is really what we call the bakery style, the bakery pan pizza in Chicago. The northwest side, they have it at Sicilia Bakery and Sicilian Bakery. One's on Cumberland, one's on Lawrence. Uh, you've also got it at D'Amato's since 1950 in Westtown. But that has led to this other sort of more firmer, crispier bottom we call the undercarriage at places like Pizza Friendly Pizza, which was a definitely a pandemic pivot uh, restaurant uh, in Ukrainian Village, and the chef is a Michelin-starred chef from Oriole Restaurant. He decided to start doing pizzas, and the Sicilian pizzas they do are fantastic. You can get Sicilians, I mean, all over the city now. Uh, Fox Foxholes got them in Lakeview, and uh, Ludlow Liquors uh, in Avondale, and it's it's an easier pizza to do than a round in a wood fire. It's a basically a sheet pan pizza. And sometimes you proof it overnight, and sometimes you par-bake the dough to make it a little easier. You top it, you bake it the same day. Uh, but I like those giant squares or, or rectangles. And they're not all bread necessarily. I mean, it depends on, you know, if the cook knows what they're doing or the baker knows what they're doing ratio-wise, it shouldn't be a mouthful of bread. It should be that equal, what I call the OBR, the optimal bite ratio <laughs> of crust, crust, cheese, sauce, topping in every bite. <laughs> OBR, I'll remember that. Steve Delinsky is here, food reporter for NBC5, uh, author of The Ultimate Chicago Pizza Guide, second book. It's out today. Um, you also have local beer pairings. That's very smart. And did the initial book also have gluten-free options? No, and this is why we needed to do a second book, because I totally forgot about the gluten-free audience out there, which I know has grown. And, you know, we have a pizza tour business, Pizza City USA, and we get lots of requests for gluten-free. So there's a whole gluten-free section in the back. Beer pairing is very important because, again, in the last year and a half, two years, we've seen a wave of breweries and little microbreweries open in Chicago. So I reached out to Josh Noel, who's kind of the beer writer in town. He writes yeah. a lot of stuff for the Trib. He's got that Josh on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. I mean, so knowledgeable. I, I couldn't do it justice. So he wrote a chapter about pairing local beers with uh, pizzas, I tend to like beer more than red wine. I mean, I'm fine with either, you know, in it. But, you know, if I had to make a decision, I would probably do a beer with a pizza. Um, so that was important to include. Also, great story about the origins of the pizza puff. Do you know what those are? Well, I've, I've seen them in the frozen food section, but you're not referring to that. Yes. So Chicago Company, Illinois Tamale Company, which became Il Taco later in its life, in the 70s, this is a great story, in 71, I mentioned all those iconic places opening up. The hot dog joints in the early 70s were getting killed by the pizzerias opening in Chicago. So they asked the mm. tamale supplier, could you please do something that we could maybe fry in our French fry fryer that was pizza related? And they came up with a pizza puff. And so in 1976, the pizza puff was born in Chicago. Now they're in 40 plus states around the nation. Hey, separate subject here, but uh, well within your scope of expertise. Have you seen, by chance, the documentary on Charlie Trotter? I'm going to see it Monday at the kickoff for the film festival, actually. 
Uh, that uh, we had the producer on uh, yesterday, or a guy wasn't here yesterday, the day before yesterday, and it sounds like it uh, catches all the different facets of Charlie Trotter's very interesting life. Oh, I can't wait to see it because I've interviewed him several times. Uh, he was actually a guest co-host with me in the year 2000. We did the fifth anniversary of the Good Eating Show for CLTV, and he was my guest co-host. So I had spent some time with him kind of, you know, at the peak and then when it, things were not so great toward the end. Um, so I'm really curious to see that Monday night. Are you aware that his father was a brilliant jazz trumpeter player? And that's kind of what, why Charlie was so improvisational in a kitchen. I, you know, I knew jazz was a part of his life. I know he, I, he named his son after a jazz musician, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, there was definitely jazz was part of it. I know he always talked about improvisation on the plate as well. So I know jazz was very much a part of his life. I didn't realize his dad was a musician. I know he went to the University of Wisconsin like I did. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we can talk to you next week about what you think of the documentary, because I'm not going to be able to see it at the film festival. Oh, sure. Yeah, happy to do that. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Have a great weekend. Good luck with the book, The Ultimate Chicago Pizza Guide, A History of Squares and Slices in the Windy City, available Perfect timing this evening. Available right now. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, John. Take care. 549. Kim, do you have a particular favorite pizza place here in the city? Oh, I have several. Well, do tell. I have several. Well, for a neighborhood place close to my house, I love Labriola. I like um, Pizza Portofino. There's a couple new ones I want to try. You know, it's so interesting. Pizza has just made such a comeback with COVID, and now there's so many choices that I have a whole list. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been a year and a half since I've spent any time in the city, but when I was living down here, certainly I had a Giordano's right next to my my apartment, so I use that an awful lot, and I like it, and the other names that we recognize, but I, I would go take long walks in the city, and when I'd see a mom and popper, a pizza place, I would stop in and have a slice if they offered slices, and I think that's still some of the best stuff I ever had in my life. Yeah, and the cool thing about COVID is now there's just all these little, like, pizza windows you can just walk up to <laughs> and grab a slice. It's it's more like New York now, you know? Well, just uh, wait till Riley takes care of that because no more pizza windows, okay? <laughs> Too dangerous. You Too can't dangerous. valet and pick up a pizza slice, right?